Welcome to Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. I'm Chuck Slatkin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Steve Gould and Ian Slatkin. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing terrific, and how about you, Ian? How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, how are you guys doing? Okay, so now we're uh, in the throes of the holidays, and it's very apropos that we decided that the podcast we deal with some of those holiday movies, both good and not so good. So uh, why don't you lead us off, Chuck, and uh, give us a little rundown. Oh, I'm rundown. Anyway, well, you know, to me, there's holiday movies, and there are a lot, that some that I like, some that I watched many times over the years. And then there's Miracle on 34th Street, <laughs> which is a separate category uh, for me, and it's funny because I watched it for years, uh, long before I was ever going to be in the post office myself. So, but the scene where the uh, they're in court now because there's this guy who's uh, who's hired to be Santa Claus, and then he's, you know, convinced and believes and acting as if he is the real Santa Claus. So they go to a court trial, and the thing that turns it. They use the post office as the uh, the reason for his legitimacy is yeah. because he was actually delivered letters, thousands, addressed to well. As it turns out, as the as the scene develops, he was yeah. delivered some letters, and that, at that point, and the judge said, uh, "You know that three doesn't mean anything. I have to." So he says, "Well, I have more. Bring them all in." So then the court attendants come in, and I think it's twenty three mailbags filled with yeah. yeah letters that they pour up on the judge's bench there. And then, of course, at that point, the judge, uh, you know, can't says, well, if the U.S. government determines that this man is Santa Claus, I can't go again, you know, case dismissed and whatever. So, I, you know, that 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 scene, <laughs> in the courtroom, to me, it's just I enjoy watching that now as much as I did when I first watched it. The, 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 the whole absurdity of proving that this Mr. Kringle is really Santa Claus. It's a funny film. It's poignant in its way. So to me, it's like uh, The Miracle on 34th Street, which I think was shot in 46, but not released till 47. If I, Seven, right. if I checked that out, is it's a special film. There's another reason, Chuck. Yes. And that is because not only did we share our time at the Elgin, but we shared our time at Maisie's. That's very true. When, when uh, you were managing the puppet theater during the holidays, and I was managing Santa Land, uh, and we had our own miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. That, and that was also you know, Thanksgiving at the Christmas, which is when, yeah. the, the, thanks yeah. to Steve, <laughs> after the Elgin, when we were both... Uh, <laughs> 
less destitute. than employed. Uh, uh, Steve uh, got me the job. I said, well, you're experienced. You've managed theaters, so you can manage the puppet theater. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, we had a lot of uh, people, different kinds of people who worked at the Elgin, but we never had a bunch of elves who no. worked at the Elgin. <laughs> that we know of. That was you know, yeah. quite an experience that, I, you know, I still talk about. And of course, uh, you know, being in the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade was also an experience that that, that oh yeah, yeah uh, came out of that, and uh, I can tell that story every year. Yeah, but yes, it's very much. I'm glad you pointed that out, Steve, because yeah, there is that you know whole connection to the whole you know Macy's act aspect of it. So Macy's, the post office, what more could you want from a Christmas film? That's right. And, Exactly. Then, 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 uh, then that, and uh, you know, Maureen O'Hara. You know, yeah. I mean, John Payne, Maureen O'Hara, uh, and uh, I forget who uh, played Chris Kringle, but uh, that film does stand uh, the test of time, as as does another one that uh, I don't have a dry eye after I watch it, and I watch it every Christmas, and that's uh, Frank Capra's "It's a Wonderful Life." Oh yeah. You know? I mean, that one uh, is another one that did you have the uh, pleasure of seeing these things, Ian? It's interesting that you start off with these two movies and, and to find out that Miracle on 34th Street is is so near and dear to, to Chuck <laughs> because I've never seen that film, to be honest. And honest, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life either. Um, I've seen the good parts and the bad parts. So, you know, I've, I've seen probably most of these films, you know, through clips throughout the years, but I've never seen either one. But I mean, I know well, they are classics. My second favorite uh, holiday film is uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Oh, now you're talking Lauren Hardy. Yeah. Lauren Hardy you know, playing roles, you know, other than themselves. And this, have you seen this one, Ian? That one I saw many times. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I want. I want to know what those things were, that uh, they were smacking with that paddle, uh, you know, uh, that had like it looked like bee stingers or something that they tried to smack the soldiers in the ass with when they were fighting. <laughs> I don't know what that was. We'll have to check that out. Maybe we'll have that next in the next episode. Uh... Okay. All right. That was great. I loved all the. Little Bo Peep in there, all those characters, and a lady that lived in the shoe. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was that was a good one. But you know, something that developed uh, in the eighties that became a, a Christmas story, and I bet you Ian has seen this one is uh, is uh, Clark's Christmas Story with uh, Darren McGavin going down and fighting with the furnace in the basement, and his son wanting a Daisy uh, uh, rifle. And getting his tongue stuck to the flagpole. I mean, it. Uh, everybody seems to talk about that, especially that damn uh, lamp that uh, Darren McGavin had of a woman's leg with a fringe shade on it. I mean, I, I don't know what was in it, but everybody seems to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I saw that when I was like four or five years old, so I hate that film. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I, I, I like I like I get why people like it, but it like turned. I was like, why do they make Christmas movies like this? Like I wasn't, you know, <laughs> like I just it was over my head at that age. I was like, yeah, I hate this film. This, you know, these kids' lives suck, and uh, you know, yeah, no, I could wonder how many people 
feel that way about a movie that I liked. It was an animated film. It was a, but uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's you a know? classic. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, everyone loves that. They do? Yeah. Jack O'Lantern. No, the character. I mean, he's, you know, he's so famous. Everyone, you know, he has a cult following. It's huge. But going back to uh, to uh, Christmas Story, they did a, a sequel to it that's currently on HBO Max. Uh, it's an HBO Max original, I think, with the original actors in the roles. Uh, obviously, the father is, you know, passed on, so he's not he's not in the movie. Yeah. But, but I can't stand that, that original film, so I don't want to I don't want to watch that movie. I guess the other reason I liked Nightmare Before Christmas was because, uh, well, uh, Chuck and I also had some dealings at the Elgin with this composer uh, when he was part of the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo, and that was Danny Elfman. And I, I really liked that music in Nightmare Before Christmas. So something that I know uh, probably Ian, you haven't seen. I don't know even if Chuck has seen it, but it's uh, the favorite of my wife's Nancy's and mine. And that's with Cary Grant and Loretta Young and David Niven and Monty Woolley. And it's called The Bishop's Wife. Oh, yeah. was oh, yeah. I, I've seen it. But uh, this one was so great. And I thought, wow, I never thought Cary Grant could pull it off, but he really pulled off uh, playing the angel. You know, and here's uh, David Niven just about giving up on on his uh, church and religion and everything. So uh, it's something that uh, we've always looked forward to watching around the holidays. What's one that you got under your uh, belt, uh, Ian, that uh, outside of hating? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't want everyone to think that I don't like Christmas movies and I don't like no, Christmas in no. general. I love Christmas. I think, you know, I think it's a great holiday. We have a Christmas tree right now. You know, it's like I enjoy the holiday yeah. for what it is. Um, and I like my movies, but I also like my Christmas movies. I mean, I like nice. offbeat. I like, oh, yeah, but I, I like offbeat Christmas movies, you know, stuff that I, stuff that I've seen hundreds of times. Like, I can't think of a movie growing up that I was just like, it was awesome. Like, other than like, you know, when I first saw Scrooge, I, I was a huge Bill Murray fan as a kid. And, you know, I was probably like eight or nine yeah. years old when Scrooge came out. And I, you know, was a huge fan of that. So that was like probably my favorite Christmas movie growing up until, you know, or, you know, okay. that. And then eventually when I realized that I thought Die Hard was a Christmas film, that, that you know, those were my two favorite <laughs> Christmas movies for a long yeah. time. Um, but I would say, you know, one of my favorites is John Favreau's Elf with um, oh, yeah. Will Ferrell. And uh, yeah. that, that, that I, you know, because we watch, you know, Christmas movies every year, obviously, as most people do during the holidays. And that's definitely one of the films we have to put on to, to, to watch. Definitely yeah. my top and five of, of, of holiday films. We saw that when we were at a convention. <laughs> and when I first saw it, I said, oh, the thing it had to do with the fact that we're not big Will Ferrell fans. Yeah. But uh, he really did a he did a knock knock knockout job uh, in yeah. that. And uh, who was that? James Kahn playing his father. Yeah. Jimmy Kahn yeah. and yeah. Mary Steenburgen is the bomb or is the stepmom. But it's yeah. got it's got the Central Park Rangers also. You know. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what, what other one are you going to add into the uh, barrel, Chuck? Well, I have uh, to mention a White Christmas. Oh, yes, yes. Because I remember when my father took me to see it at the, I think, the Lowe's American in, in, in Parkchester in the Bronx. Wow. It was a new film, I guess. I was maybe eight yeah. years old at the time. Yeah, ni well, 1954, yeah, I think it yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah. So... Uh, 
And to me, that film, being Danny Kay, that was like, I guess, maybe the first film that I saw him in. And oh. I was just, you know, his 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 talent, his magnetism, his whole, you know, it, somehow it like it was even greater than the, 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 the film itself. So that's why I really had, I mean, it was, you know, comedy and musical and romantic thing and whatever. But somehow that was the first thing that I had seen Danny Kay in. And it yeah. was like my mind was blown by Danny Kay. Yeah. And, you know, the strange thing is that was called White Christmas. And people think that that's the movie that the song White Christmas yeah. was in. But it, it, was, it wasn't really the first movie that it was in was uh, another movie called Holiday Inn with yes. uh, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. That's where White Christmas was from. So, but... Uh, it had a great yeah. hotel also. That's right, yeah. yeah. Sp Spinoff. And a movie that I just saw, I mean, it, it came out, not recently, but 2006. And <clears throat> I had always heard, you know, about this from, I don't know, maybe my grandfather or something. But uh, it is a true story that uh, on the uh, on the line between uh, France and Germany in World War One, it wasn't the generals or anything, but it was the guys in the trenches that they agreed to have a truce on Christmas Eve. And there's a French movie that came out in 2006 called Joya Noel, and uh, it reimagines this uh, actual thing that happened on Christmas Eve where these uh, guys that were killing each other just hours before and hours later would do it again, you know, were handing each other Christmas gifts and having drinking wine together. So it really shows the, the power of what a particular holiday could do for uh, people. Yep. Well, another film that I remember seeing as a kid, on, of course, on, on television, I guess, not because it came out. I think in the in the late forties was Holiday Affair, which I don't even think I really clearly understood the film when I saw it, but yeah. it was it was uh, very grown yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and the whole idea of having a, a, a an affair and with a husband and then dealing with uh, yeah, you know, and, and you know Robert uh, Mitchum. And yeah, that, Janet Janet Lay was married, and yeah, yeah, and and that's where the kid went, the kid coming into the store and being, you have to treat our customers right and whatever, and then him getting yeah. the money, and then you know uh, having having his, his mother you know, return the, the money, but explain to him that I, you know, appreciate it and whatever, and so it's somehow I don't know, that film like really. Uh, stuck in my brain i don't know if that's still uh, must be playing you can find it somewhere somewhere whatever yeah. but yeah. i should check that out again it's been a long time since i saw yeah. that one but it's strange because i just said you know because it was just when i first saw it i i was it was it was confusing to me but i was <laughs> still found it compelling to watch yeah but uh you know um a movie that i have to throw into one of the, the pantheon of uh, holiday movies is a movie that uh we called in this country a christmas carol and over in england it was called scrooge it was a 1951 movie black and white starring alistair sim sims 
as Ebenezer Scrooge. And uh, for me, that is the quintessential Scrooge movie. I mean, I, I know what you're saying about, you know, with uh, Murray and stuff and, and that Scrooge. But uh, for me, I guess it was because it was black and white. And, uh, you know, it was filmed in England and stuff. It made me very uh, nostalgic for the, like old Christmas and cooking a Christmas goose and all of that stuff. I've never seen that version. I, I definitely would be willing to check it out. But there's so many different versions of it. Yeah. That, you know, Jim <laughs> Carrey did a version. Michael Richards yep. did a version. It's always around yeah. and it's always it's always being made. And, you know, the other thing, I don't know if you guys, uh, I mean, this is obviously not probably statistically correct. I was absolutely amazed just looking through lists of holiday films, how many were animated. I, I mean, I just quickly added up about eight animated yeah. films for the holiday, you know, whether it was Rudolph or Frosty, you know, uh, uh, those movies or newer ones like Polar Express. I was amazed how many there were. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, there's tons. We count the TV ones, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Even sure. night, Even Night Before Christmas, like you talked yeah. about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, there's, there's, there's tons and it, just, it keeps going. I, I wanted to mention because, you know, around the holidays, it's always, um, I mean, there's even discussions about it now including what Mariah Carey wanted. She wanted to call the Queen of Christmas, but she didn't get that. That recent movie of, of uh, Hugh Grant's and stuff uh, called uh, Love Act, All I Want for Christmas is You, has become as familiar as uh, White Christmas. And there were some other songs. The, uh, the song from um, uh, uh, Mame, you know, with Rosalind Russell in it, uh, we need a little Christmas, you know. That was uh, one, one one song from there, and there was "Meet Me in St. Louis" nineteen forty four with Judy Garland, and uh, she introduced that uh, song. Uh, Have, Have yourself, yourself a, a, a merry, little, merry little Christmas, yeah. So, and then one very very oh probably unknown movie with uh, Bob Hope and Drag uh, is called "The Lemon Drop Kid." from 1951 but that movie uh was based on a damon runyon short story but it also uh brought into the holiday spirit one of the favorite songs that people have now called silver bells and that's where that comes from so there's a lot of uh a lot of stuff that's going on in a lot of movies and those that are great and not so great so what was it? maybe you can help me out on this one because i never a chance to look it up but it's in my mind that take takes place in in, in a, a a shop in Budapest. Uh, oh yeah, and that became a big hit musical uh, a few years ago on Broadway, uh, the little shop around the corner. But uh, and it was what was it a porn shop or a? It's a. Oh, they didn't have porn shops in Budapest at that yeah. time. Well, they not porn <laughs> shops, porn. Like no, no, it was a no, no, it was. No, it was a music shop where they uh, you'd oh. go in and you'd uh, pl you'd play a record. You know, the, I mean, oh, okay. uh, you I know, I mean, you and I can probably remember, you know, be, for seventy eight records, if you wanted right. a record, you could go into a, a record store and there would be a little booth that you'd uh, put the record on and you could listen to it and decide whether or not you wanted right. to buy it. 
I, re I remember yeah. doing that myself. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a, a, a terrific movie. And, uh, so, so terrific that, uh, they made a Broadway musical out of it. That was, uh, quite successful. So, so there <laughs> to talk about some of those, uh, uh, movies that Ian might not like because they shouldn't be considered Christmas movies, but uh, movies like uh, Bad, uh, Bad Santa, you know, that had Billy Barb. Oh, yeah, Thornton, yeah, yeah. That, that you was, know, <laughs> and, that uh, was, yeah, that and was, Tony Cox played the elf in it, and they, they were always getting in trouble and trying to hustle and steal things, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a lot of people like that one. I'm not a huge fan of Billy Bob, so that's 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 why I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah, one. I'm not either. So, um, but it's as far as, as far as like you know, dirty or darker comedies, uh, my one of my favorite films that I always watch, even you know, not during Christmas, but I've been usually only watch it during Christmas now. But it's a recent film. Seth Rogen and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Anthony yeah. Anthony Mackie and Joseph Gordon Joseph yeah, Gordon Levitt, yeah. and you know it's about three friends having one last night together because you know they're all kind of going off in different directions, and it's the you know they've been trying to get to this one party that's like this is exclusive party, and it's just like you know you know it's a, what goes wrong what goes good you know well you know throughout the night but uh, it's it's just it's it's a it's a if you like stoner comedies I guess right. um, it's just it's the best stoner comedy Christmas film um, you know as much as you're like oh Seth Rogen maybe you're not be a fan you know maybe you're not familiar with Anthony Mackie who's a very very good actor but everyone knows Joseph Gordon Levitt neither you love or you hate him sure. um, so you know it's worth a try especially with those two with Mackie and 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 Levitt doing comedy is always an interesting thing uh, but the supporting cast also is fun Michael Shannon is in it and he's playing it's one of my favorite roles of Michael Shannon is as a drug oh, dealer he's great he's um, great he's he's hilarious but yeah, it's, it's it's like it's it's doesn't make sense geographically as New York, and I get I get upset with movies and TV shows when people are like, "Oh, we're right here," and then they show a place in New Manhattan. I'm like, you know, we're near that place. Well, that's not that's not uptown. That's yeah. downtown. <laughs> and they totally do that in this film, and it's not you know whatever. I let it go, but yeah, that's my my one issue with the film right. is that. Well, that's very big of you, Ian, to let that go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that Thank plays me. that because pl I may have seen that only once. That's playing around this time. You can. I'll be able to see it easily, or well, I, I mean, I, I, I technically own it on iTunes, so that's what that's how oh. I see it. But I'm sure it's. I don't. I'd have to do research exactly where it is right now. I don't know if it is available. I haven't seen that to be honest in all the, the streaming platforms I have. Oh, because I probably saw it once, and now he talked about it. I, I'd like to see that again because it was yeah. very. Uh, it was funny, likable. I mean, it was just good to watch those three yeah. guys together. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember something about that film too. So, I know I'm going to mention, and you guys will say, "Oh, yeah, you talked about it in the previous podcast." Uh, but I want to give another plug to the myriad of people that listen to our podcasts uh, about this film again, because it's underrated and it's absolutely terrific and takes place at Christmas. It's called "It Happened on Fifth Avenue," 1947. And it's with Charlie Ruggles as a rich guy that, you know, goes down to Florida for the uh, winter, but he comes back. But this old guy sneaks into the house and lives there. And uh, it's a wonderful, heartwarming story about how people 
really get to love each other around the holidays. So if you ever see it happened on Fifth Avenue, watch that one. I just I want to Go step ahead. in on that because I actually I've been during this holiday season. We have, you know, like I said, we watch movies and that's one that it's on HBO Max, by the way. It's on TCM oh, uh, at HBO okay. Max. So if you have HBO Max, you can see it happened on Fifth Avenue. And I started, I didn't get through it, but I had to get up and do something and I never went yeah. back to it. But yeah. it's on HBO Max. It's still on my list. I want to finish it. He only yeah. got as far as Madison Avenue. And also, yeah, that's uh, right. the night before is uh, you, if you have Fubo TV, it's on there. It's on Sling TV. It says it's on Amazon Prime Premium subscription. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, but you can rent it also. So what do you think about... Uh... Since we were talking before about the Christmas story and some of those, what do you think about what's his name? Uh, Ernest P. Worrell in Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, that, yeah, that means my childhood there. Uh, you know. <laughs> I watched those films, but I wasn't a huge fan of those films. Okay. But, uh, you know, they have, they have their place, you know, you know, definitely has its following, I'm sure. And who can forget the, who was at Burl Ives? who was singing Frosty the Snowman in the animated oh. cartoon. Oh, yeah. You know, classic, yeah. Frosty yeah. the Snowman. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And, you know, there's some that you say, well, that's not really. It's like you were saying before, Ian, about Die Hard, a movie that I don't think anybody remembers, but I'll mention it. It's this uh, very, uh, well, I found it vapid direction by Whit Stillman called Metropolitan, 1980. And there's a whole big scene uh this is like um uh what would you say these spoiled kids that uh, were getting together and all the angst that they had that you know it was just i i didn't particularly care for it but it was a big christmas scene in metropolitan and then you know the classic you know national poon's vacation christmas oh yeah i forgot that oh, that's yeah. the that's, best yeah. christmas vacation that's yeah. always yeah. that's always one we always watch every year yeah and yep, you know, that's and that, true. Another, another piece of my childhood, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is a Jim Henson oh. creation. That's oh, no, that, I never saw like that. basically like Muppets, you know, but this yeah. is a whole, yeah. it's a whole. I you think know, you'd enjoy this, Steve. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, yeah. got music in it. And it's, well, uh, I love Muppets. Yeah. Oh, he loves, Steve's a big Muppet lover. I think it's, I yeah. think it's on HBO Max. I would pretty yeah. sure, if not, maybe Disney Plus, but well, yeah. yeah. And you know, uh, for, uh, for us, Chuck, uh, we had a double bill in the making. The movie that you were talking about, The uh, Holiday Affair with Robert Mitchum and Janet Leigh. Right. You know, uh, for a double bill, uh, there's a uh, another movie that uh, stars uh, Barbara Stanwyck and uh, Dennis Morgan called Christmas in Connecticut. A woman living in Connecticut, you know, on a farm and all this. And it was all BS. Yeah, and yeah. Dennis Morgan was this... Uh, uh, war hero and like, they want to get him so uh all, all the hustle that went on uh to try to get Stanwyck over into the connecticut greenwich farm and they rented one i mean it was a whole palava i mean it really was yeah i remember that so, now, now that you mentioned that i remember having seen that yeah yeah also also on hbo max oh it is oh okay and how can we forget all of the uh christmas trees and the shopping and everything that went on in Stanley Kubrick's movie, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, there you go. <laughs> There's a real Christmas movie, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and a movie that I have not seen, 
but I do want to see it, uh, is a Michael Cortese, a Warner Brothers movie from 53 called Where No Angels. And it was about, uh, with Humphrey Bogart and Aldo Ray, Peter Ustinov escaped prison and uh, they need a place to uh, hide out. And it's like uh, some old place with the boys and they uh, fix things up and they uh, deliver gifts to poor families. And, you know, it's kind of like a Robin Hood thing. So, uh, and I heard it was, uh, you know, a decent movie. They, re- uh, they remade that with Robert De Niro and Sean Penn. Did they? Yeah, in the 80s oh. or 90s. Oh, okay. I didn't. And I bet you this is a movie that uh, uh, one of you guys have seen. I have not seen it. A Coppola movie called Very Murray Christmas. Oh, oh okay. And, right. I, and I like that stuff. I would totally be. It was. Right. It was. It was rough. It's. It's. It's a rough. <laughs> it's a rough <laughs> situation. I'd. I'd. I'd okay. I would much rather someone watch something else. All right. Okay. Well, we have to. Uh, we have to cover the bases here. But I think we've given people uh, some food for thought. Don't you think so? I think so. That'll yeah. be our next topic. Food for thought. And there's a new movie coming out. This, uh, I think it came out this past Friday. Violet Night. Yeah. Oh, David yeah. Harbour. Yeah. Playing uh, Santa Claus. And don't mess with Santa Claus, let me tell you. No. I mean, there was a, there was a, a movie a couple of years ago, I think, uh, maybe longer or shorter, with uh, Mel Gibson called The Fat Man, where uh, basically a kid doesn't like his gift. So he hires a killer to go after Santa and kill Santa. And then basically it's like, then Santa then kills that guy or you know, he goes after the kid or something like that. It's, it's, it's some weird stuff. Mel, Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. Oh, that sounds like a nasty one. <laughs> and we wouldn't consider Yankee Doodle Dandy a holidays movie. Independence Day. I don't know. Well, it's a, it's a type of holiday film. I don't know if it's a holiday film for this holiday. Yeah. Oh, there's also a movie that I found very depressing, but it's uh, it's a holiday film and it's not American. It's French, but uh, it starred Catherine Deneuve and she was uh, dying of cancer and it was a very elite family and she wanted to get people back to the big mansion that she owned for uh, for Christmas. And I think get their just desserts or whatever it's not only americans that can make depressing movies for the holidays that's it well is that about it do you think we've kicked things in the head oh, oh, think- the, the family stone that's another great it's, it's not uh, exactly a happy film but i i that's, that's i don't remember you know, that it's Tell uh, me about it. diane keaton is the matriarch of a family with her and Craig G. Nelson and you know their family is like I don't I when, when was this I want to say it was two early 2010s late 2000s okay what's um, the name of it the family stone oh Luke Wilson is in it uh oh, and wow. uh, and what's her face yeah uh, wow, I'm breaking her name I think it was earlier than that but I'm not but sure stone s t o n e not S-T-O-N-E-D, right? Right. Then that's Family a whole stone. Other, that's a different holiday. <laughs> they do yeah. they do smoke one character does smoke weed in the film. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. It's a heartfelt film and I enjoy it. It's a family film. And I, I always end up, you know, with a tear in my eye at the end. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to have to try that one. That'll, okay. that'll get Steve involved in. Yeah, yeah, I get involved. I like a teary film. 
All right, guys. Uh, I think I think we've uh, done justice to the holidays. How do you guys feel? Two thousand five, the Family Stone. Oh, okay. Can't really find it anywhere other than if you have a star, a stars or Hulu, or you rent it, obviously. Well, anyway, so, so this is good to touch base on all of these uh, films, and uh, you know, I got a couple to check out. Yeah, and I I want to wish uh, you guys, you and yours. Yes. Very happy holiday season, and to all of our devoted fans, yeah. very very happy holiday season and a, a healthy new year. Yes, happy holidays to all. Happy holidays and happy new year to everyone. Definitely happy happy. And yep. we'll see you on the next episode of Elgin Movie Watches podcast. Okay, take care, guys. Righto. Bye bye. Thank you.